And Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. I knew right away, I was like, my voice is not going to hold right when I said that. I'm still a little <laughs> sick. You sound a lot better today. I feel a little bit better today. I feel a little bit better. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's Glane. Is it Glane Maxwell? Glane. We were just saying it off there, Glane. Glane. But you were you were you were getting a little upset at me because I'm really like, do I give a shit? Like, well, y- yeah. And I said, you do. You need to get someone's name correct. And then you said, well, we don't use the names of school shooters. And I yeah, said, yeah. I mean, okay. do I need to waste my time figuring out how to just properly pronounce the name of one of the biggest monsters ever to roam the planet? Rawr. That was so weird. That whole thing you just did. You you did well, like you a, get what I'm saying. Like though. you were it's talking. Pers- like I just want to break down the past. Let's let's go back 15 seconds. Okay? okay. You said one of the biggest monsters to roam the planet. False. Secondly, you then made a grr monster noise. Like grr. what the like you'd never you would never be like Hitler was an angry man. Or like like what the fuck? Who was that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was. I think I, I knew that what I was saying sounded a little silly. So it I sounded very silly. Also, <laughs> well, you don't think you don't think that the that I'm at least in the right ballpark of description. I mean, in I mean she rec- was the recruiter for the monster. In, I mean, that pretty history, much makes you. I mean, sure, yes. I mean, where do you rank? I don't want to argue on the side of well, it wasn't that bad, but where <laughs> you know all time? Like, are we talking top one hundred, top one thousand? Probably not. I mean, I guess of all, I guess in 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 our lifetimes, top one thousand of our lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Easy. All right. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Now. Easy. Uh, top 100? Yeah, easy. You think top 100? I don't think uh, so. I mean, like, I, I, if, if we want to sit here and make a list of our you I mean, know, you're, you're most dangerous me in that sexual direction. predators. No, like, like I th- I'm thinking just bad people in general. Like, here's the thing. Do you think she's worse than Donald Trump? Oh, fuck yes. Why? I mean, do you know what? Or I guess what is it you have the concept that she did? No, no, no. But I'm saying like who who put more evil into the world at large? I, I guess I. All right. See, like I always say and people that Mark Zuckerberg is the largest proliferator of hate in the history of the world. OK, so would you say that you personally believe him to be wor- worse? But than that's what I'm saying Jane. is that's where it's like, like I say that and I realize that it's hyperbolic in a way, yeah. but in a way it's not. This like, did Mark Zuckerberg re- like go out there and hand out the hate? No, but did he make it possible for everybody else to? Yes. So, in a way, my sentence I think is correct. He's the largest proliferator of hate in the history of the world. All right. So you have the creator of Facebook, and then her number two. Literally, the first person I'm you not- brought up is already worse than her. No, I'm trying to say that when I say that about her, I was more talk. I wasn't talking about just the general evil as much as more as like in in the specialized sexual predator category oh um uh, blue ribbon sexualized predator division jelaine maxwell <laughs> yes okay now, i i i i'm more meant yeah it, but it's it's one of those things where you know everything is perspective like it's fucking terrible but i i do think there are worse people i mean she's a she's a fucking heinous person right? right what's what's interesting about this whole thing to me is people seem i uh, people who are obsessed with uh jelaine maxwell's uh, sentencing, which is occurring today, we won't probably have the sentence by the time we're done with this show. But what's interesting is to me is that I don't think anyone seems to care about the actual crimes as much as they are intrigued by the spectacle of Epstein killing himself or not killing himself. Is she going to kill herself? Who's involved? How deep does it go? Because in my, it's the, it's the conspiracy. She, exactly. She's yeah. So anyone paying attention to this and from my opinion doesn't give a shit about the victims and the reason i feel comfortable saying that is so you have people like larry nasser that doesn't get a a modicum of the press coverage right right and 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 did you know somewhat similar situations to higher profile people you know our olympic athletes gymnasts whatever uh-huh. and then you have this woman that people seem to care about just because it might be connected to an even weirder to fucking the yeah exactly 
And so the the attention paid to this case, I feel like anyone who cares about this case is oftentimes being disingenuous because they don't care about the actual crimes that were committed. They just care about, is that a spider web to something more? Yes. And I, I would just think totally agree with you. Very strange. Well, that's why that's why I, I was a little surprised that when we were going over what we were going to talk about today that you even brought it up. Well, I brought like, it up I so that, that I could say that. Okay, that, that makes more sense because I really thought that this was going to be like, you know, something that you would brush by. But that being said, you were like, we don't need to say her name correctly. And I said, well, I would like to not look like a fucking moron. Which, which is fair. And I guess my argument is not so much that. My argument was, is how much time do I want to spend in my life properly honoring this person? About six minutes is what it seems to be. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> I mean, and also, no, but I mean learning, not learning honoring to, this person no, by, by learning to pronounce their name properly. Sure. Like how much how much time, how much credit do I really need to give this awful person to make sure I say their name right? Counterpoint. Because counterpoint, if I will. If I came on the air and said today we're going to talk about Jeff Fry Epstein, you'd be like <laughs> they sound stupid as shit. <laughs> so you know. Uh, that's fair. All right. What else is going? I I just I I mainly wanted to bring up that it's the number one trending topic on Twitter right now, and I can't imagine anyone like like the, I've never seen a court case that's basically like, all right, is this lady going to kill herself? Like like or in in heavy quotations, kill herself? Right. Like that's what every like it's so fucking weird. Are you are you do you think there's a conspiracy there, or is this just uh uh? You know, was this just a scumbag who happened to have who rolled in a circle where he knew people? I'm a giant fucking rube, okay? And I bring that up to mention that I just don't believe it could go as deep as people say because I assume somebody would have talked. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and so that, if that makes me the rube, part, part, certain things I want to be like, look, they clearly don't want this shit getting out. So it's, it's, it's like, and, and the whole. Oh, Epstein is uh, Epstein killed himself. "Quote killed himself." Yeah. Did he? Did he not? Even That's, if yeah. it's like I don't know, and if in in either way, this we can't know now. So, I I'd, I'd be more than willing to bet the guy killed himself. I don't know. Seems odd. Like like the whole like oh the, the they weren't watching the camera or whatever. It's fucking. I mean, because what? Because what oh. I recall is everyone was like, "Yo, that guy's gonna kill himself," and they're like, "No, he won't." But it's like every like whenever it's it is always weird when something that everyone says is going to happen happens. happens. That that doesn't help your you know anti conspiracy theories. No, but I think I think that this is probably just the general incompetence that most places are run with, right? Like looking back in hindsight in twenty twenty, everyone's like, "Well, why didn't you just do that?" When really most places are like, we know the people we work with, and most of us work with a lot of people that that aren't the sharpest tack in the you know the bin. So it's not whether wherever you are. Mm-hmm. It's not crazy to think that someone just wasn't paying attention at work because I think that's pretty standard par for the Oh course. no! It's like looking up and catching me. Oh no, the and, one thing that oh god. And then when you think about somebody who had pretty much like whether he had the money or he didn't, right? I think a lot of his money was sort of like fake mm. or he didn't have it, but you know, but he's flying around on his own private island on private jets. And then all of a sudden you're in a four by eight cell the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And, 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 and they're not paying attention. See, Ryan, this is what they were counting on. They were counting like on people like you and me just <laughs> buying this shit, sweeping it under the rug. Pizzagate. I don't know. Is that connected here? Is Pizzagate connected? I think I think that that's part of it. Is that they they think that it's part of the whole you know cabal of 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 liberals who uh, you know it's just he's just part of the club. I just anytime that comes up, I just want to say to what end? What is the like the goal? What like what is this cabal accomplishing? Well, also it's one of those things that like whereas you said someone would have talked like that theory like so many more people are involved like oh yeah it's just the the biggest secret in the world nobody ever also like you know decided to change their mind about it also if liberals are running everything it, it, does that mean that all these issues that us plebes care about 
like, uh, you know, abortion and gun control and stuff they don't actually care about. It's all about, like, having sex with children and money. Is that the is that the, the gist of it? Yeah, I think, I, have so, it right? yeah. I think okay, so. Okay, so. I, I, I actually, I was, I was ju- like, dude, literally 15 minutes ago before we recorded this, I was listening to another podcast that I was, I was, because, you know, I've been watching Gaslit. Yeah. Uh, that I keep telling you to watch. And yeah. I guess that a lot of that is based on Slow Burn, which is another podcast. So I've been going back and listening to the to the Watergate Slow Burn. And what like the literally the last stat that I heard before I walked in here was that they did a poll uh, like before and after Watergate asking people how they felt about politicians whether they were there for their own means or whether they were there, you know, to look after their constituents. Yeah. Um before Watergate like Eighty-eight percent of people believed that people were in office for the right reasons to look after their constituents, and after Watergate, ninety-four percent of people believed that politicians were just there for their own means. Can you imagine living in a world where you think your politicians are actually working for you? A pre, like, like oh. if I had been born just a decade sooner, maybe I would have had a faint memory of it. Well, so that's the thing: are, are people going to look back on this and be like, "These guys didn't believe in the Epstein cabal"? <laughs> Unbelievable. No, no, it was just more like how everybody sort of had like a good-natured view of of politicians and government and that people really were public servants trying to do good. But after Watergate, nobody would believe it anymore. I don't even... Whether you were good or whether you were bad, you were bad. They just believed you were bad, and which leads people to to be much more cynical and probably put more people that are self-interested. Now, I don't know if this is just the collective whitewashing of history, but I feel that everything pre like you know 1975 i feel like everything was like that like america was just like baseball apple pie chevys fords it's all good i mean except for the inherent crazy racism but we're not really talking like you know what i'm saying like like everything was simpler then and i just believe that everyone went around like god damn like it was fucking pleasantville I, I I think I think you're right, but there was a go ahead and finish. And no, I'm just gonna going. say like I wonder if it was really like that, or if it's just like as I said, this like broad strokes thing where I understand it to be like that, but in reality, not that much has changed as far so, as the unrest. I think there are two types of people in the world, right? And this is really like what it, what a lot of a shit boils down to is that it was exactly like that. But underneath the surface, there was a lot of secrets and there was a lot of like things you didn't tell and a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. And and what the problem is, is those people who keep the apple pie and baseball in, a, you know, Pleasantville, black and white yeah. um, mentality hides that shit. And when you're the person that comes out and is like, yo, this is happening, we should address it. You're the bad guy for bringing it up. Yeah. And so that's a lot of what's happening right now is a lot of people just want this shit to go back under the rug and back in the closet and back hidden. And 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 they don't want to actually have to deal with it. Yeah. And I, I that that probably kicked off right about that time, apparently. And we're just like really feeling it out today still. <laughs> it's going great. Oh, boy. What's going on in the world today? Uh um, so something I don't know that I just wanted to cover really quick. Did you see all the videos? And I didn't know if you had an opinion on this or not. Um, from Washington, it didn't make a lot of national news. Um, but from Washington Square Park here in New York City on Sunday night, I believe. No, it was, what happened? There was a, a pride celebration. Now, okay. Washington Square Park, for those of you who don't live in New York City, is in the West Village. Mm-hmm. It's sort of surrounded by NYU. Yeah. Right. And it's a it's the park with the big arch in it and the fountain. Okay, And it's sort of like a hippie music park. Is that fair? All right. I've made sure. And and so it was packed uh, with people for a pride celebration. And apparently somebody set off a firework. Have you found video of it yet? No, I wasn't even looking to be. Oh, honest yeah. With just you. I thought I thought you would have the way you just how curious you are. Just no, Google I just Washington. I I don't want it. Would, okay. People, why, why do you bring up something that we haven't talked about talking about when you know that it's a pain in the dick for me to play audio? You don't need to play the audio. That's why. All you need to do is see the video. I'll imagine it then, like our listeners at home. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'll do. All right. Well, it, it, like people just, I mean, panicked. Because panicked. they thought, because fireworks they, went off and they, they thought it was gunshots? Yes. Well, I, I understand I mean, this day and age, especially, you know, 
for as much as it's Pride Month and, and gay people are accepted, there's still, you know, this undercurrent in the country that anyone different from a straight white guy is, you know, under siege all the yeah. time. So I understand why, you know, people would be on edge, especially in the wake of Roe versus Wade being overturned and things like that. Not, not to mention, it's just you, your mind takes you to mass shooters these days. Does how, it not? How, I guess it does. My thing is, though, right? And I, I guess that's where I have to go. The question is when you're in a big open thing, like I, I, I thought people panicked too much, but no, I was trying to picture myself there and what I would have done, I guess is what it is. Let me tell you, let me, as somebody who's been in these situations, what you would have done is you, you wouldn't have said, I bet it's not a shooter. No. Okay. You're right. So the minute, the minute the, you know, pandemonium breaks out, you kind of just need to look for safety because what do you want to gamble and guess wrong? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that I'm somebody though that like unless I can see the danger, know exactly what I'm running from. You just stick around. No, but I don't necessarily want to get into a crowd. But you're already in the crowd. Yeah, but I sort of feel like at that point, my biggest danger isn't that. Like, if, if I can't see somebody shooting or I don't continue to hear shooting or, like, you don't know because exa- don't know exactly where the danger is, which is apparently what was happening here. Yeah. My focus shifts and immediately I know my main danger is getting trampled. It is, yes. So that's why I'm thinking, like, I have to get out of this crowd. Of course, but that's also, by the way, that's what everyone else is thinking, too. They're not running. They're not. Yes, they're like, I mean, ultimately, you're doing the same thing as they are. You're just getting out of that space. No, 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 no. I want to be out of the same way. The direction everyone else is going, I don't want to go that way for that. Like, I want to. So you want to run toward the danger like a hero. I don't want to run towards the danger, but I almost want to, like, duck down somewhere else. Like, you know, find a find a hole and hide. Go up a staircase. Yeah, do if that's anything, possible. If you're in a do, field, I don't know how you're going to do that. But yeah. um, last time this happened to me was at a festival called Rolling Loud in Miami. People thought there were shots fired. They weren't. But I remember we that's were right. We were backstage uh, doing a broadcast for Sirius XM Pandora. And I just, you know, I heard it. We had a little bit of advance notice because, you know, if it starts 300 yards away, you have you know that it's co- like a wave. It's coming right. Like the people are running through. Yeah. So I just got everyone into our broadcast trailer and locked okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's what I did. Right. And it's that's in line with what you're saying. Like you just want to make sure you're not going to get trampled and then you know you you also take calculate a risk that the gunman if there is one and there wasn't luckily in this case is going to not look into your trailer or some shit. Now. Right. This a broader point, I think fireworks should be illegal. I've thought about this. I don't see really any good that comes from them. I think they're a fucking nuisance. Do you mean all fireworks? Like even even the, the Macy's celebration that they do out on the river for the whole city or for any small town? I or mean, are you just talking bottle rockets and cherry bombs in the backyard? I could, I could be convinced to say all of them. Wow. Because what do they add? We, I mean, I've gone off on fireworks every year on this show around 4th of July. Okay? Yeah. Every year. And this is my yearly reminder of, <laughs> please don't post Instagrams of fireworks. They fucking suck. Suck. Okay? But really all they do is they make, like if I never, here, I was talking about this the other day. I, I'm sure I'll take my, my young daughter to see fireworks at some point in the next couple years. And she'll say, oh my God, because she's a child, right? Yeah, and her brain yeah. is still developing and whatever. But if I... Never saw a firework again the rest of my life. I assure you I would be fine with it. Because I, I've seen them all. A, few, a, a while ago, a long time ago. Not a long time ago, but a longer time ago. I, I um, went on a first vacation with somebody I was dating. Uh-huh. And we went to your favorite place in the whole world. Fireworks? Well, there's you got to think where Disney? where yes fucking nerd. <laughs> and I remember I got the hotel room and I paid the extra price on the hotel because it had the Magic Kingdom fireworks view. Oh my god, were you were you on a were you on a a, a trip with an eleven year old? 
<laughs> and, and I paid like the room was Fucking, so much more expensive. No wonder you're no wonder you're trying to ignore the sentencing happening today. The, the uh, um, uh, our flight was a little late, and we walked in the room and literally saw one firework. Okay, <laughs> that's a terrible story. You know that, right? Like that story has zero payoff. Uh, yeah. Well, the moral of the story is don't upgrade for the fireworks. Oh, okay. Like that is that is like when you go on on a trip site and they're like, you know, queen bed, king bed, city view. Don't pick the firework view. It's not worth the extra money. Well, what I'm what I'm telling you is that fireworks, I think, should be outlawed. I have no use for them in my life. They're la- they, so they keep people awake, right? They disrupt people. They scare people with PTSD. They scare animals. What's the benefit? So people can look in the sky and go, "Wow!" They blow people's fucking hands off. They send people to the hospital. Why do we need them? I saw uh, a post that somebody on on a social media somewhere today said that uh, for the 4th of July, yeah, rather than buying fireworks or going to the fireworks show, they're purchasing a bag of dog food for their local shelter. Yes, I recommend that. You should get on that bandwagon. That seems like... like I would uh, get on that bandwagon, but I'm still trying to get rid of... Fi- <laughs> and here's the thing with fireworks. People always go, you got to go, you got to get your spot right so you got a blanket you have a beach chair who knows where the fuck you're setting up and then it's like everyone gets there early to, like if the fireworks are at nine people are getting there at three like gotta get our spots like yo they're in the fucking sky what does it matter where you are and then then they're over right 15 minutes of just like oh and then the big finale and then everyone's like all right i guess we'll leave and then there's fucking terrible traffic no matter where you see fireworks, it does not matter if you're in a small town, a big city, it's the same, right? And then everyone leaves, and it's like, what What did we do? Just watch them on TV. Who cares? I truly don't understand it. Fireworks and parades. Anything <laughs> where you get together and sit stationary to just watch some shit happen in front of you is odd. What's the marching band supposed to do at school? Just halftime shows? Not exist. Why? That's another thing. Who said that music needed to parade around? Why? Well, well, I mean, I guess, like, listen, I kind of feel for you a little bit. If you don't like fireworks, you don't have to go. There's other things on TV. There's Netflix now. If you stay in, there's no traffic. I think they're a nuisance to society, a menace. I I think that this summer, because here in New York... There's there's uh, there's been a couple times when I I haven't ran. But there has been a couple times where fireworks have gone off in weird places in the city for different celebrations and you don't know what's going on and you wonder like is some shit going down? Yeah. Um I think that you're going to see that happen a few more times in the city this year that you're going to see like people panicking in the streets when they do a fireworks display in Seems Central like Park. you're you're making my argument for me. I might be, but I guess where I'm going with this is that you want to stop something that humans have been enjoying for well over a thousand years. Like you, you've got a, You've got an uphill battle. Okay. Uh, hey, in uh, the in Greece, didn't they used to marry little boys and stuff? I I don't know so much about. I, I I've never actually. Heard I guess that. what I'm getting at is like we've stopped a lot of things that have been going on for a while. When we were like, that's probably not that good, you know, slavery. I'm yeah, not but, saying fireworks or slavery, but <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a fucking benefit. There's a, 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 a solid argument to be made that longevity is does, does not equal, you know, a great thing. I guess. But I would argue that the massive crowds, the need to find the spot, the traffic afterwards all indicate that there are multitudes of more people that enjoy it than feel like you do. I think... I think it's all parents. I think, because here's what I've noticed about having a child. There's so much stuff I used to drive by me like, who would fucking go to that? And now it's you. Well, like, they'll be like, it's a dog festival. And it's like, what? What is that? <laughs> but let me tell you, when it's 930 on a Saturday morning and you got a whole day in front of you and you got this kid, you'll go to anything. So I don't think that it's people love fireworks as much as it's like, well, I went to fireworks when I was a kid. Guess I should drag my kid to this bullshit. Dude, I know I know you're a big John Mulaney fan. Mm-hmm. And and his bit about going through the McDonald's drive-thru and his dad only getting a black coffee. One black coffee. One black coffee. 
Um, <laughs> dude, that's my dad, right? Like when you say like who would stop at that shit? My dad when he had kids and we're like, Dad, can we go ride go kart? No. Like drove past everything my entire life. Never once even looked twice and stopped. There was there was none of my childhood charms that, that swayed him whatsoever. Well, that's sad. Uh, I guess I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about that. I don't know whether, like, I think you're a rube for stopping or if I'm just, like, secretly jealous and hurt. I don't think I'm a rube. I'm saying that I'm trying to waste time between when this toddler wakes up and when it goes to bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Do you think do you think I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. I want to do this. What I'm saying is I don't. I'm saying that adults probably don't like fireworks at all. <laughs> fireworks are maybe good if you're on drugs. Okay. Like if you're just going, if you're with your friends and you're and you're a 60-year-old woman and you're you have those like those fucking khaki shorts on and you know when you when women put on those shorts and they look like they have those like really fat vaginas in them. Yeah. Like you know yeah. what I'm talking? They're wearing a yeah. visor and you bring a cooler and you put a blanket down and you're all drinking cups of rosé <laughs> as the fucking Philharmonic plays and there's the fireworks yeah. above. That's the shit. That I'm just like, I don't understand these people and I don't like, that's what I'm like, these fireworks should explode and take everyone out. Small towns are a little easier. It's pretty much go park in a field somewhere. Think about how terrible that sounds. Now, now I'll say, and, and, and dude, come, what are you doing Saturday? Are you about to invite me to fireworks? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> if I, I'm not available Saturday, but even if I was and you said, do you want to come see fireworks? Where? Where, where are they? How, how far away are you from me? Like an hour? Think I'm going to uh, put this kid in a car to drive an hour to look at fireworks in some fucking lake? No! Well, that's the thing is like when you do it at my house, it's more like you're just doing what you would normally do except for you're, you know, you're on the boat all day. You stay out a, like an hour later than you normally would. On your you redneck just- fucking lake? I've been there. Do you think, you know what I need? You know what I need with my fireworks? A bunch of Trump 2024 signs. That's what I need. That's what's been missing. Oh, a lot of people this year, they've gotten, to... they've gotten so much classier, Mark. Now they just say FJB. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need I need somebody to scoot by me in a pontoon boat and say, let's, get, let's go Brandon with a Bud Heavy as they wave a fucking don't tread on me flag. That's what I want. Sounds like my lake. Oh my god. There's a guy, there's a guy that drives around the lake and he's got like a pontoon boat. Mm-hmm. And it smokes like 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 he either dumped oil all over the engine or he hasn't worked on it in 20 years. Yeah. And, and but he has this cardboard cutout of Donald Trump that he just drives around the lake and, <laughs> and shows off his Trump cardboard like, cutout. What a fucking loser. And I think he expect like, and you know, some people are like, yeah, dude, what's up? That's awesome. And like, and he drives by me and like, hey man, just, just keep going. <laughs> Get away. But here's the thing. Let's, let's imagine it's not even a political candidate. But dude, but this is his thing. It's every weekend he's fucking out there doing this. I haven't seen him this year, but last year he was. Can Maybe you, he's not out there this year. Can you imagine weird. loving a political candidate this much? That you really drive anyone? around with a cardboard cutout of them every weekend? Like, even if you were driving around with a 1996 Michael Jordan Bulls <laughs> cardboard cutout, everyone would be like, what the fuck is that? Right? I agree. It's, it's a little, it's a little, little weird. What else is much. going on in the uh, world? <sighs> so, this is happening, by the way. See, we call the show This Is Happening because we talk about things that are happening. At TIH show. Yeah. See, I'm trying to judge your mood. It's not like I don't have anything to talk about. I'm looking at the list. I'm trying to figure out where you are. And there's three. You can pick your own adventure. There's three, okay? Okay. There's uh, the floating hotel. Yeah. Campaign spam. Uh Uh-huh. Or uh, people going fast. Floating hotel. Floating hotel. So apparently this is a concept of a nuclear-powered jumbo jumbo plane yeah that would what keep five thousand people in the air for years at a time yeah so basically it's like a floating i i I mean it seems here this guy who's the guy that uh 
I picture, I, I don't know who it is. Apparently there is a guy, but I picture was it Haddon Industries from the contact from the Jodie Foster movie. Remember the guy that, that actually funds the spaceship that yeah, he yeah. just stays on his plane every or all year, all, all the time. Like that's who I picture. So that we, we saw this story in the New York post. Um, it's a, it's a giant nuclear powered flying hotel. It's AI. It's AI piloted. Um, Hashem El Gahali, El Ali, I believe, okay. who created the incredibly, de- incredibly detailed mock-up of the monster aircraft, says a nuclear-powered sky cruise could be the future of transport. Big word in there. I don't think could. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Why would this need to be the future of tra- of transport? This would be where you go. Like, I don't look at a cruise as transport. Do you? No, but it was. I mean, like, pre-1955. Also, see, just a lot of issues with this, mainly, so it's nuclear-powered. So if this crashes in a city, does everyone die? You, uh, well, it's like a submarine. So, yeah, if it crashed in a city, it would probably leave a pretty unusable track of land. Yes! It'd be like a a dirty bomb. But, yeah, that seems concerning to know that that's flying around all the time if this thing stays in the air for years. Well, they could they could make it like the Concorde and and uh, you can't fly it over mainlands. Okay. They they it's not going to have pilots. That's 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 I mean planes don't need them now, but fair. Okay. I mean they have autopilot other than to take off, they have autopilot and autoland, so I mean, we're like one step away from, you know. This thing is so big. I don't even think this is actually feasible. It's not at all. This is, dude, this is every, I feel like every five years they come out with some like, uh, I remember one a few years ago that there was the, and and apparently they're building one, but the floating space hotel. Where are they building that? How are they building that? Space, build it in space. You'll be able to go up and, you know, float around in space. Dude, every every few years there's one of these concepts. They're like, wouldn't this be cool? But it's totally like unfeasible. And just like, yeah, no one's ever gonna build that. Uh, this just looks like it's so it's like an air cruise, more or less. It's basically a, a, a flying aircraft carrier because they would be flying other aircraft on and off it to supply it with food and new passengers. And all the repairs it needed would be carried out in flight. That seems this dangerous. Is, this is the fifth element. Would you go on this thing? No, but you've seen the fifth element, right? No. Oh, Mark. Everyone says I should. You should. Gordon Dallas! I don't know what that means. Um. So they go... So the whole... I'll, I'll explain the fifth element to you, or at least this part of the fifth element to you. Okay. Corbin Dallas... Uh, is a uh, retired special forces space agent. All right. And they draft him back in uh, to service um, because the fifth element, he needs to combine the five elements. But four of the elements are hidden in the diva, and she's a singer. But she's on this floating space cruise. And so Corbin Dallas, they fake that he wins a radio contest. Okay. And he goes with with Ruby, the DJ, who's played by Chris Tucker on this space cruise, and then he has to fight the aliens. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I will. It's, it's you. You really need to watch it. It's a great movie. I've heard that people really like it. It's I'll a check great it movie. Out. Are you a cruise guy? I mean, like, let's take out any type of motion sickness concerns. You seem no. like somebody who would love a cruise. No. Um, I actually, I've never been on a cruise, so I can't comment on it, but every time I think about looking at a cruise, yeah, I see it and I'm like, nope, don't want to do it because I see the schedule and it's like, leave Miami Monday, Tuesday in Nassau from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Wednesday in St. Martin for, you know, the same. And it's like, no, I, if I want to take a nap at 3 p.m., it's too much of a schedule. For a vacation for me. I mean, you can take a nap. You just don't get off the boat. Right. I might miss the Bahamas. Yeah, but. Which is why I would go on the cruise. Well, see, I think you'd like a cruise. 
I, I would love the the buffet restaurant. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah, like your your personality lends itself to cruising. Now, I think that I might be making this assessment based solely on the shirts that you wear. <laughs> you just seem like the type of guy that would be like walking around with a drink like, hey, see you at bridge later. Hey, comedy club tonight. Hey, let's go to Guy Fieri's Buttfuck Fiesta restaurant on the third deck and oh. get a sandwich. Like, Yeah, no, I... I... But but the thing is, is like, you know how much I love Vegas. Yeah. Like, I, I feel at home on the Strip for some weird reason. So I get why you say that, but but the cruise, I just, I, the, the, I, if I want to do that shit when I want to do that shit, I don't keep the normal schedule on vacation like everybody else. Because I'll, st- dude, I'll stay up till 4 a.m. at the casino. Yeah. So you're, you could just take a cruise that doesn't go to that many locations, you know? That's true. I could do that. And if I ever took a cruise, it would be like that. Okay. Well, then you just want to sleep on your vacation is what you're saying. I'm a, yes, I'm a beach resort person. Like, like where, where the, the most stressful activity that I do in a day is laying on a beach where I might fall asleep. Okay. And then I, I have to like eat dinner at some point. I get it. That's how I am on vacation. Yeah. We vacation very well together, actually. Yeah. Just two dudes. So, so the space cruise might be okay, or the 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 air cruise might be okay. Well, yeah, because there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to it doesn't go. Doesn't sound so like they're like Germany tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> Just stays in the sky. Like uh, it seems more like th- this is low key. Like, hey, what happens when we destroy the planet? <laughs> what about this thing? Oh, you just reminded me about something that if you hadn't just said what you just said, and I'm sorry, I'm totally going to switch gears. If you hadn't said what you just said. I would have totally forgot to bring this up with Stan and Nicole. Thank you. You said Germany. Uh-huh. Right bef- before we recorded today, I interviewed Matthew Modine, who's the the doctor on Stranger Things. Yeah. And he was talking about one of his movies and and he had mentioned Stockholm syndrome and he's like, "I don't know. I don't know why they call it Stockholm syndrome." And Stan's like, "Yeah, man, crazy stuff goes down in Germany." Oh my god. And we went and Matthew gave him a weird look and it's just the interview just moved. And if you hadn't said Germany, I would have totally forgot that that moment happened. Oh, my God. (laughs) Speaking of mashup interviews. So here's something I have to. So now I have to pull the clip because I know that, like, we have not given it the proper attention. I'm sorry. So so speaking of mashup interviews and Ryan, when he's not hosting, this is happening. Host the morning mashup on Sirius (laughs) XM hits one. Where they think shit like that is like extremely funny. The uh, <laughs> so if that's what you're into now, um, I heard that you did an interview with Charlie Puth. I've done a million interviews with, Charlie but I heard Puth. recently Charlie Puth doesn't use a fork. Um, so that story came out. Like a couple weeks ago, that there was a story that came out that he doesn't or that he eats his Caesar salad. Leaf by leaf, romaine leaf by romaine leaf, right? He picks uh-huh. it up with his fingers and eats them. And so we, Nicole circled back and asked him, like, is this true? And he's like, yeah, but it's not just the salad. I don't use silverware. And, what and, he, he, and, and, he's, and he said, and he said, because I can taste the metal. What? When I put a fork in the in my mouth, I can taste that metallic taste and I don't like it. And I said, so do you use plastic silverware? And he said, no, everything I eat is generally with my hands. Okay. What a fucking psychopath. <laughs> that is the, do you realize how lucky he is that he is Charlie Puth, that he is a well-known musician? Can you imagine anyone in your life that was not famous trying to pull off this bullshit? Well, the reason I asked about the plastic silverware is because I have a cousin who uh, only uses plastic silverware. And does everyone think that cousin's weird as shit? Uh, I don't know that everyone, like, I, I guess that, I I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it's one thing. Otherwise, everything's normal. Oh, other than the, oh, I'll only use plastic <laughs> silver. Why do they only use plastic silverware? They can't deal with the uh, the noise, the scraping. This is so, you know what plastic silverware makes me think of? JFK. When you can get like a $70 steak, but you can't have a knife after security, so they right. give you stupid plastic <laughs> cutlery. <laughs> And you're, you're, for a minute, I'm like John Kennedy. What the does fuck your is- does your cousin just take their own plastic silverware to restaurants? Yes, that doesn't strike you as an incredibly strange thing to do. It's 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 certainly unique. 
that but I think I think she's aware of that. Like I think she knows that it's that it's a, a quirk. Is she single? No. Is she does she married? Yeah. How how does her long, husband long time too? How does her husband feel about this? I I don't I don't know. He generally gets along with everybody. So no I one's ever asked him. Hey, the first time this went down, what was that like? I only found this out like a few years ago. Yeah, and and I I guess I have not gone as deep into this as you would have liked me to. Ryan, how would you not? <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing. When I heard Charlie Puth doesn't use silverware, can you imagine? Now, if he's not famous, like he can get away with this because he's famous and he has money and women want to fuck Charlie Puth. Oh, dude, I think I think that the the people have weird. Uh, extra what's the right word eccentricities like this all the time you're telling me that as a normal guy if i went out on a date with a woman and i ate all my food like steak pieces of chicken uh veal parmesan which i don't even eat veal but chicken parm with my hands that wouldn't be fucking weird he wouldn't order that is what he's saying he's saying that when he would go into a restaurant he wouldn't order a steak he would order a burger he knows that he's not, he knows that like as as I understood it, this is my interpretation of it I, like as 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 what he said to me and this is what I took away from it is that he knows that he doesn't do that so in 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 every scenario possible he'll order something he can use his hands that's how I understood it so what if he can't how do you not how do I you don't, not I, this this should have been the whole interview <laughs> i'm not kidding <laughs> Maybe why don't you're you're in, you know the people in the talent department? Why don't we try to book him here? I would love to do that. I mean, he's he's a he's probably would be fine talking about it. Do you think Charlie Puth would do an interview solely about silverware with me? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Do you, do you, it depends. I think if you caught Charlie without his uh, without you know the people that look after him. He'd be more than willing to talk about it. I think that if I looked after Charlie Puth and someone wanted to do an interview only about his eating habits, I'd probably say no to it. I know you would too. If I looked after Charlie Puth, I'd say, hey, why don't you be an adult and use a fucking fork? Because now I don't even know if you're if you're what you're saying is correct or now does he use a knife? Um, I, I, so I didn't. Jesus Christ! Did you drop the ball? I'm trying. In this no, interview? I'm trying to remember. It, it's the, the what we, he said that the, the 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 aversion to silverware is the metallic taste. Okay. So I, I guess I don't know. I I don't know if the metallic taste rubs off if you cut something, or if you have to literally put it in your mouth and lick it. Like I don't I don't know how much these metal are the he's this is the these are the questions you gotta ask. <laughs> I'm not even doing a bit right now. I'm. I, I know you're not. Does 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 he? Are chopsticks okay? Because they're wood. I would have to imagine yes. I would. I would think so. Yeah, I think. So. And because chopsticks, you really don't. Um, I feel like you don't slobber on a chopstick as much as you do a fork. Is that fair? I guess. Wood, are wood forks okay? Those exist. Ceramic forks. Wood forks exist. I know. But yeah, no, he just avoids it and uses and in, in, in eats sandwiches I or can't hand be- food. Like, where was I can't believe that somebody asked this question and then he just moved on to some other shit. And this guy <laughs> said, I don't use a fork and we knife. We only had 10 minutes. There's so much we got to cover. There's new music to talk about, Mark. Who gives a shit about new music? <laughs> Everyone's releasing music. I don't know, really. This would be the first person I've ever met that refuses to use a fork. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Well, now I have. Now there's more questions for the next interview. I mean, you know we're going to have them back. Can I be part of it? <laughs> I'll be. I want to be the cutlery correspondent. Okay. Hello, it's me. Today we're going to take a break from talking about sporks as we interview celebrity Charlie Puth, a man who's historically, while he uses his hands to. It's not. Hold on, I can do Mo Rocca. I can do. <laughs> oh my God, Mo Rocca. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Morocco last night. Musician Charlie Puth is on the road every day, but he doesn't just use his hands to tickle the ivories. They're actually all he uses to eat his meals. We go with Charlie Puth to the Burger King to see if his hands are really king of what he's putting in his mouth. Like, it's just like, this is, 
I want to be the cutlery correspondent oh, for the morning Oh, no, you mashup. forgot to mention Charlie's uh, perfect pitch. He has perfect pitch while sitting behind the piano, but he definitely won't use a tuning fork. This <laughs> is Charlie Puth. <laughs> so last night... I'm dude. fucking so good at this. <laughs> I actually saw I saw him last night. I'm walking in my neighborhood, yeah. and he was sitting uh, outside at a at a restaurant a few blocks from my house having dinner. <laughs> Mom, I would have been like Mo Rocca, come with me. I was so tempted, so tempted to be like, dude, you have no idea how much you come up on my show. Why haven't you been a guest yet? Okay, that's another thing. I want Mo Rocca booked on the show, but I want you to just come up with a list of topics that Mo Rocca and I have to introduce as Mo Rocca. I, I think dueling dueling Mo's could be fun that, that you both like. It, it Do you think to... he would like that or would he be offended? I don't. I. His television persona, I think, would love it, but I don't know what he's like as a person. He's just like really like, he's, he's like, oh, guys, this is so great. Yes, I would like to talk about that. And he's looking at his pubs. It's like, these fucking monsters. How dare you? <laughs> I think it would be very funny to do like a, a newlywed game style with it, right? Mm-hmm. Where where I give each of you uh, a subject. Yeah. And then we compare them and see who did the better mo. That's what I just said. Yeah, like I just like, well, but both... they have to be independent. You guys can't be in the same room together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, we would write them down beforehand or something like that. Yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> that would be a great tape. segment. <laughs> Me versus Mo Rocca. Doing your impression. Who does who does mo better, Mo or you? I just I. I can't believe this Charlie Puth thing. I'm sorry. I, I just kind of d- took the show completely off track there. I just, I just. No, I, we got there because you said Germany. So it worked. I'm going to send an email right now and try and get Charlie Puth on the show. Okay. Um, very serious. Who's, who, who is the talent person that handles uh, Charlie Puth? Would it be Rachel? Uh, probably yes. Okay, that's uh, in company, but we should talk off air because I think we might know people outside the company too. Okay, great. Because I just, I just want to say, hey, man, I have questions about this. This specifically, this. <laughs> just this. We can zoom. It can be Facetime. I'll, I'll. I just need five minutes to talk forks. <laughs> anyway, should we get? Why don't I have? Um. Let me see if I can get a hold of uh, Avery, sure. my, one of my producers, yeah, and see if she can send me the audio. Okay, and then on tomorrow's show, yeah, we can we can review. Okay, great, and see how you feel about Charlie's fork thing. I, okay, yeah, but but now is this a scenario where? Okay, I would like to just I like I don't want to be influenced by what you guys asked. I want to ask my own stuff, you know. No, no, but that can be that can that's prep that can help you. All right. By the way, on tomorrow's show we have a uh, strange magic going to perform. Um, that's cool, right? They do uh, uh they have a, a standing residency here in New York City, and you go in and Tribeca. check it out. That's right. Now, do you do when you're there? Do we got about? By the way, we got like four minutes left. When you're there, when you go to see your friend Strange Magic, do you do people think is it like oh I know the band that's cool, or do they think you're like a Strange Magic groupie and no one talks to you? Oh, I think they think I'm a. There are a few Strange Magic groupies. That's cool. Yeah, I think they, it would be they, cool. Yeah, there's there's I don't understand how musicians sleep with people who are really big fans though, because. It's You're going to see them again? Yeah, it's also kind of weird when somebody loves you so much that the, the 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 thread tying you together is you. There are some people that love that and there are some people that are really creeped out by that. Like do you have any big mashup fans that you when they yeah. message you you're just like Jesus Christ, I don't actually want to deal with this? Never, no. Yeah, he's lying. He's lying. Any uh, any stories we can talk about really quick? Yeah, I guess since we were on uh, everything we were on, I posted on Instagram yesterday. Have you tried my mailbox lasagna recipe? No. What, please explain that to people. So this is apparently been can't eat going... that with fork with your hands. I mean, that would you... be very messy. <laughs> I I don't know if it was really the National Weather Service that issued the, but I've been seeing a lot of weathermen do it, so that makes sense. As this is where the source was. 
But apparently it's like what you're supposed to do is, is you got to cook the meat ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, you assemble a lasagna and then place it in your mailbox in the morning before you leave work. And then when you get home at night, it's ready to eat. Has anyone done this? Apparently. I don't, I've never talked to anybody. I'm sure if we go on TikTok, there's going to be a million examples. But when you think, you know, if you have a black mailbox and uh, it's a hot summer day, it can melt cheese in there, I'd think. People be like, so this is the topping of my mailbox lasagna. It's mozzarella. I actually threw a little breadcrumbs for some crunch and a Victoria's Secret magazine. Exactly. <laughs> or catalog or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And it's got like the, uh, the perfume on it. So it's got a little scent of that to it. See, these, that's like a – weathermen never get to do any uh, cute reporting. I'm happy for the weathermen out there that they all got to do their little mailbox lasagna bit. <laughs> How are you – speaking of food, you said you were going to learn to make potato rolls because the, the guy behind Martin's Potato Rolls donated to um, the, the – I think the Pennsylvania gubernatorial candidate who right. believes that everything is a lie and is a psychopath. Um, how are we doing on that? Uh, I've I've – I I bought a package of potato rolls. You haven't so, done anything, have you? No. Why can't you pay anything off? Can't you learn? Can't you just try and make potato rolls tonight? I guess I I can. And 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 the thing is, at my apartment in New York City, you've been here. You know that that the kitchen is not adequate. So I've got to I got to get it out to the house. And when I'm out at the house, I gotta I gotta spend a day on potato rolls. But then it comes down to: Would I rather go drink on my pontoon boat mm-hmm. on the lake? Yeah. And watch fireworks at night. Yeah. Or make potato rolls. Well, you're not a simpleton idiot, so I don't know why you would go check out fireworks. <laughs> also, I feel as though you have a little bit of a responsibility to the general public who are This Is Happening fans, to which you've said, I'm going to learn to make these potato rolls so that I don't support this company. I didn't say when. Okay, but, like, we never even, we uh, let's pay off a bit. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. never even finished the tournament of stuff. We That's didn't what I was just going to say. It. We could start there. We could just finish the tournament that, uh, of stuff. Thumbs win, I guess. Ryan broke the bit. <laughs> Congrats. By the way, I had I had another one that that I needed that I forgot to enter and I should have entered and I couldn't believe What was I, it? Oxygen? Dirt. Dirt. It's fucking you are the worst. Dirt. You're truly just the worst. Dirt. Do you have uh, do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, at TIH Show. That is right. You can follow us on uh, social media at TIH Show. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Strange Magic. And in the meantime, uh, you can always find all of our old episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>